Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday on the J Train Podcast, we go into the lounge, we shut the door, and we get to air our complaints with anything that we'd like. And, and there's no such thing as a complaint that is too luxurious. You could send in anything you'd like to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And, and, and this is what it's all about. And I want you, I'm going to send this message home today. If you're listening right now, send this podcast to the person you enjoy complaining with most. That, and we all have that person, that person that you know, you can go to them with anything. It doesn't matter how ridiculous or luxurious your complaint is. You can complain about anything with them. Let them know about this podcast because this is a, new, this is a different show. We're in the lounge. The piano is playing. And, it's gonna, and we have so many emails. They keep getting depthier. That's what I like. I like the depth of complaints. It is like a... It's like a it's it's like a, a fine wine. I can I can taste the nodes of douchiness to them. It's beautiful. So keep sending them in jtrainpodcast@gmail.com. Title them luxury lounge so I know to put them in that bucket. jtrainpodcast@gmail.com. Anything you want to complain about, your bo- your boy Papa JT is here. I'm here to complain with you. And title it luxury lounge. I'm going to start out with my complaint. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Stop inviting me places. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to. You can't. We have to start inviting people places the appropriate way. If you're going to invite someone to do something, your baseline is nobody wants to do anything ever. Let's start at that. Start at whatever you're presenting. I don't care if it's a trip to the moon with Jeffrey Bezos feathering your nuts. I just start at they probably don't want to go because when people come up to you and they go, hey, let's do this, and they're like a four-year-old with their eyes wide open. They're like, come on, let's go to the creamery and get some ice cream, and you're sitting there being like, Damn it, I got to ruin this guy's life because I don't want to do any of those things. I don't want to do anything. Nobody wants to do anything. So you have to start with, hey, no problem if you don't want to do this trip to the carnival, the zoo, wherever you want to do, just whatever you want to go, whatever you're going to invite someone, hey, come with hat in hand. Put the hat in your hand and say, hey, I know this this sounds stupid. I mean, care if you think it's the best idea in the world start at i listen no problem if you don't want to go let me start with that hey like let's let's make sure we let people off the hook even before don't lead us in hey so you got anything going on monday and uh, do i have anything going on i don't know what are you gonna present are you gonna are you are you gonna say hey monday let's uh let's go to the blowjob factory and you know get all the you know get all the cum taken out of us is that the presentation good can't wait (laughs) But if it's if it's hey, you got anything going on Monday? Um, no. Like, how do I answer that question? Maybe you can't answer. You can't answer that question. You can't answer that question. No, you so, can't. So you can't ask. Am I supposed to be talking now, Jared? Not yet. Okay. I will I'm not sure. I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm it's sorry. Okay, but the lounge Don't is a free place. I just like that you're excited about this because this okay. is a, I'm gonna th- this complaint a- is from the bowels of my heart. Okay. Just Keep stop going. asking me to do stuff. And start letting me, you have to let people off the hook. Start with, they don't want to go. Then you go to date and time. Date and time comes last. Hey, Here's the process of inviting someone. Hey, I know you don't want to do this thing. Here's what I'm doing on, uh, on Monday at 12. Now the floor is yours. Give me a chance to give a polite excuse. Let's get to our today's guest. I'm very excited to have them here. The host of the fantastic podcast, Girls Gotta Eat, 
Ashley Hesseltine, thank you for coming on, Ashley. I'm so glad to be here in the lounge, the safe space safe to talk space. about my wealth. <laughs> Love it. This is a place of any, you know, listen, it, everyone, it doesn't matter what socioeconomic background you have. Yeah, anyone I'm can kidding. have luxury complaints. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think of my complaint? You were, you were, you were foaming at the mouth to jump in. What, how do you feel about that? So I, I understand where you're coming from. I, people do want to hang out with me all the time. So I it's, just it's can't a, it's really. It's a luxury problem. So I like if I propose a plan, people are probably going to cancel other plans to make my plans. You know what I'm saying? That's like fair. I, people want to be around me. <laughs> they want to soak the, up the energy. They want to, you know. But, but you must get the other side of yes, that. The other side of it is horrible. People want to hang out with you with bad so, ideas. So first of all, I have no problem saying no. I never have. I feel never. like I'm not like a big like respect my boundaries. I just don't have a problem saying no. I just, you know, like it's a a little, like a little white lie here and there. Like, oh, I already have plans, but I just don't I don't really have guilt surrounding you know, I say so no. How would you respond to what are you doing Monday at noon? So, okay. So that uh, that's where I do need to pop off. That's a crazy way to approach somebody like you can't crazy. when when I ask somebody to, to do something, if uh, first of all, I would never say, are you free this day? I would say, well, why? I think yeah. that's a crazy thing. Are you free on Friday? I, I'm not answering that. You know, not, like, no, no that's an invasion. Just, of my space. That's literally an invasion of space. I will literally just be like, hey, um, oh, hey, what's up? Like, wh- why? Like, I ask why. I don't just straight up say why, but I I get the reason before but I tell you my plans. That's even funnier to me because if you ask someone what you're doing Friday at 12 they, and they say why, that means why means I don't want to hang out with you probably. Like, why, <laughs> but my, why means you are not good enough to make my schedule I, well, whatever you're i need a good plan you are n- need to be assisted by a good plan for me to hang with you okay but it just depends because it depends on the person because maybe there are some people that i'd be like yes i don't want to hang with you i always want to hang with you but you know you have those friends where you're like are you asking me to get drinks in the neighborhood or do you want to go to a craft fair deep in brooklyn totally. you know what i'm that's, saying so that's you my gotta- point you are that why is a judgment of them <laughs> you <laughs> but if, if people judge me the same way, I'm not offended because I would never ask in that manner. So I would never I ask somebody. That way, yeah, that's why you want to hang out with you. You're not a crazy person. But if I'm like, are you in town this weekend? Like my, I make a lot of plans and especially mm. like New York, you got to get ahead of stuff. Stuff books sure. up fast. So I'm a big I don't love it. I'd rather have someone make plans, but I am I will make like fun plans uh, and just invite like my girlfriends do whatever. So I always say, like, are you free this weekend because of yada yada? We're going on the hot tub boat in the that comes in one text. Well, this is there. There is such a thing as full send friends, (laughs) you know, where it's like full send whatever you promote. I'm in. There are those friends, but they're not every friend. No, they're like not every friend's a full send friend. Yeah, yeah, that is way. Then ten percent is high, and that and then you have friends. I mean, like Raina and I, for example. If Raina said, "What are you doing Friday?" and I said, "I don't know why," and she said a thing, I'd be like, "I don't want to do that." You know, like you have those yes. friends that you're just totally transparent with, which is sure. really nice and refreshing. But to ask somebody, "Are you free?" That's are you not free in your Monday t- at noon. What? <laughs> are, well, okay. Also, you, are it's you like speaking with me. Why don't you finish that fucking sentence with well, the you, thing I don't want to do? For me and you, it's probably like, mm. do you want to do my podcast? And it's like, of course, probably not. <laughs> this happens a lot. Uh, yeah. Are you free um, Thursday at 3 a.m.? I have a podcast that seven people listen to and I would love for you to just come on, you know, just pop on. It's easy. And they make yeah. it like it's nothing. It's like, no, I don't don't breadcrumb me into your shitty plan. Right. Or like I have a, a rooftop spot in New Jersey and I'd love to, you know, have you do a, a 10 minute spot. I like I'm not coming there. Now, <laughs> Ashley, you're fantastic and hilarious. Everyone has to follow you at Ash Hess on Instagram. Go, go, go. Follow. Great on stage. Great podcast. Girls got to eat. Now you have to. Now you're invited in the lounge. Um, let's go to Ashley's problem. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, so 
I know you said no excuses, but I do feel like if people are going to talk about luxury and money, like I just do need to. It doesn't say, have to be money. The, okay. the inherent. But it's you a know, life. All you of, have money. You are able to live a luxury lifestyle because you make money. I, I'm just going to get one thing out of the way, Jared. That okay. I am but self-made. You don't have to apologize. You I'm don't not have to apologize. I just okay. want people to know who they're hearing from. That I am a self-made person. I don't come from money. I don't have a trust fund. I've okay. made it. I'm very successful, and it's all because of me. Like I See, just don't. Want, I don't I, like. I don't like that apology. That that is a judgment on the trust well, fund people. The trust fund people are allowed here too. We're all okay, allowed. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. All I see. in. So everyone but, gets a problem here in the lounge and there's we're no already judgment. Fighting. Do you, don't you feel like people want to know if they're hearing from a trust fund kid or a self-made woman? To, to me, that doesn't matter. Like, right. to Shelby's going to cut this. It's fine. Listen, okay. You can do your empowering Instagram posts later. Not on our time. <laughs> Girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> I don't come from money. Okay, I'll tell you my problem. What about I, the girl managers out there? They're out there too with with problems too. The girl assistants. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, um, I feel like I maybe have a little, a little too much money in my okay. like checking and savings accounts, and I. Well, keep going. Yes, please. Well, I don't know. What are you? No, okay. no, no. I, I, so, I'm enjoying where you're going because I. I'm ready to, I'm uh, just like you. I'm foaming at the mouth for this complaint. It's a great I complaint. Am ar- <laughs> I am arguably just a little bit of a procrastinator when it comes to finance. Like, you know, we have, we have everything set up the way it's supposed to be with our, our corporation, but I, sure. my personal money, I, Raina's kind of got it, got some investments and she's doing, she's making money on her money and I'm not mm. really doing that. And I have too much sitting and I am like, it stresses me out a little bit, which is an insane complaint. Ashley, this complaint is a great complaint. You are what they call cash heavy. The dollar, a dollar is worth more today than it is tomorrow. That's an economic principle. So it's always worth more today than it is going to be tomorrow. So you are legitimately losing money every single day that you have money in cash. And I'm dealing with this myself because here's what happens. In the entertainment world, when you're not paid by one company and you don't get taxes taken out right away and you don't have all this, you know, uh, all your health insurance taken out away, you have to be cash heavy. You have to be in a position where you need your three to six months rent and you're probably leaning more towards six months because you're not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. And this is a very big problem for anyone that is paid by multiple sources where taxes aren't taken out because how much do I hold on to and can I invest it? Can I put it in a place where it will rise at a certain rate? I am I come from the finance world, Ashley. Mm-hmm. You came to the right place. So this is a, a this is actually if we if we're going to give it Let's decide which category this is. Uh, hit the music. I would put this into millionaire territory. If I was to decide whether thousandaire, billionaire, millionaire problem, how would you describe it? I would say it's a millionaire problem. Sure. Yep. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. It just. I only started making money in the last like three years or so, and it's just. Sure. It's, it can, it's. It's a weird thing. Like there was a point where Rain and I were like, okay, we're making a lot of money. We need to like hire people to manage this money, and then it's That's like right. we're complaining and we're stressed out. But because it's like, well, it's to- like finding a doctor. Like who do you even know that to trust with that stuff? Like you don't Google money manager. Right. So we're over here like, oh, my God, we're so stressed. And it's like because we don't have any we don't have anyone to manage all this money. You know what I well, mean? Like, th- that like- gets us to our next category. Who could you tell? You know, yes. <laughs> hit the music. So now who could you tell? Because this is something that you could really only tell to family because you can't go to a friend of yours and go, oh, our, our cash is not getting the rate of return that we need. It sounds like you're bragging. So I talk, think about this and talk about a lot. Rain and I talk about it amongst ourselves. Um, mm. I really just don't feel totally comfortable talking about money. I was brought up to like be really humble. Like that's kind sure. of with, about money specifically. As opposed so, to the people that are brought up to be not humble. That well, was my I'm upbringing. I'm telling you that like my grandfather would be like, <laughs> he would ha- he would like tell us to say we are poor. Like I'm not kidding. He was sure. like this farmer, but also a doctor. Like it was like he wore the same outfit every day. Like it, we yeah. just, our whole upbringing was like, you don't flaunt money. Talk, you know what I mean? Talk about it. But like, I feel uncomfortable flaunting Luxury it's also stuff. that that age group, you know, you have a post depression era 
you know, maybe that you know, the, they float into that that's, space that's exactly too. That's exactly it. Yeah, where it's like, like, you don't, like, we don't want anyone knowing anything. Like, my grandmother's like that, too. I'm uh, a little nobody like should that. know anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and it which makes is, me, which it is makes more me a little proper. uncomfortable. Um, totally. So, anyway, um, so I think about this a lot. So, I really only talk about actual money where numbers are involved with my family, my intermediate mm. mom, dad, brother. Sure. Raina, because she makes the same as me. And then like she's family. She's family. But we also know we know exactly how much money we each have, which is kind of an interesting thing. And then my um, my one of my best guy friends who has been a mentor to me and like he does well. So it's like and maybe one other guy friend like you kind of if you're at a level where you are making a lot of money, you kind of know who's on that same level with you. And I would never talk about it with people who weren't. It of feels course. so cringe to me. That's why it's a millionaire problem. You can only talk to really millionaires and, and you can only talk to like, you know, friends and family that can understand. And also it is one of those things where you're like, I, I do think, and we have a lot of sponsors on this show that are like, find a therapist. And I always say it with the therapist ones that you're like, yeah, who do you ask about where, what therapist to go to? Like that's a such a like a personal thing and it's like so we can all relate to the idea of like not knowing where to go with these things. I'm I'm happy you opened up here in the lounge. I, I doesn't it feel better? It, fe- it feels good. I'm like <laughs> I only talk about my money with four people and this whole audience and a podcast. <laughs> Well, listen, if you have a luxury lounge issue, you're going to feel better because our emails get into the luxuries of life. So jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I want you to send in your luxury issue. Title it Luxury Lounge. That's the only way it gets read on this on this uh, on this uh, on this podcast. Title it Luxury Lounge. We'll get to it as many as we can here with Ashley Hesseltine at Ash Hest. Girls Got to Eat podcast. Go listen. Go subscribe. Go watch Ashley on stage. She's fantastic. Are you ready? Let's get to the emails. I'm so excited. Jared, my luxury lounge complaint is for when you're driving somewhere new and setting up the navigation app on your phone and in your driveway just outside of your house and your phone gets stuck in limbo because the Wi-Fi connection is too weak to load and hasn't switched to daddy yet. It always feels like this frantic moment because I've allowed myself just enough time to get there on time and you either have to toggle your connections or start driving down the street for it to work. Feels especially luxury because I remember car trips with my parents growing up where they had huge maps sprawled across the dashboard and I can't handle my phone taking three seconds to load the directions I hadn't thought twice about until that very moment. Thanks. Love ya. Ashley Hess, how I do you feel, feel? stressed even reading that? I have oh my, my, my best friend she moved into a, a new house that's in Delaware that's kind of hard to get to lots of twists and turns and it's mm. a black hole of Wi-Fi and there's no service so horrible every now I know how to get there on my own but ev- those first three to five times when I was leaving I just had to wing it like I was like I yeah. don't remember where I came from I, it took me like I'm not getting a mile to connect to anything once I left her home like they have, to, re- they have to use a landline like it's that it's, bad it's a reminder of how like how dependent we have become with our phone. Like our phones are a piece of our body now. Like that is how dependent you are that you go, oh my, you, you even know the house that you don't have service. Like you remember, like that's how, that's how, how, like I know, like, like like what this woman's talking about, I have in reverse because I will have the issue where I know the areas where my phone will attach to Wi-Fi because I've been there before, so it just yeah. attaches. And I'll be sitting there on my phone. So I will literally walk by Soho House here in the meatpacking uh, district, and I'll have, and I'll as I'm getting there, I go, uh-oh, turn off the Wi-Fi. You're going to connect to it. Like, And I've yeah. walked out of there and been connected to their Wi-Fi doing a show and then try to get an Uber because I'm like, I got to get an Uber to get down to another show. And now I'm stuck in this no man's land where I'm like, I can't even get the Uber and it's taking an extra 30 seconds. I know this stress. And for this person, <laughs> it's happening in the car. So they have to drive away while it's looking dangerous. at their phone. They're, they're forced into a texting and driving situation. Yes, this is a dangerous situation. My building's Wi-Fi is trash and I they swear it works. It's never worked so when i leave my apartment and i'm walking like through the building through the courtyard it's trying to connect to their shitty wi-fi i'm trying to scramble get 
get turn off the Wi-Fi in yeah, the, in, yep, in, yep. in a one minute walk. Like I can't be without, <laughs> you know, like, I, but that is the I moment know, when the, I, that's the moment when the Uber's coming. So it's yes. like always stressful. Like, and, and, and then you're like, how is the Uber seven streets away? I just looked at my phone. <laughs> oh no, it's not updating because the internet. This, would you call this in, uh, let's go to the categories. Uh, hit the music. Is it a thousandaire, millionaire, or billionaire problem? It feels really thousandaire just because, totally. I, I mean, you can really complain about this to anybody that you know ha is, uh, is able to afford a smartphone, I guess. You know what I mean? And that's everybody. Everyone's got an iPhone. Everyone's got an Android. You know, they, this this issue could happen in a BMW or a Toyota Corolla. So I love that. So thousand air, thousand air problems. Who could you tell? Hit the music. You could tell anybody about this. Tell anybody. I guess it's just like you're not going to tell your grandparents because they won't get it. You know what I mean? Like they're like back in sure, my day. This and then they start talking specific. about age specific. So they're, they're talking about the maps and, you know, they're yeah. it's, it's like now they're wasting your time. You didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. You're way. Yeah. They're they're now passing down the time they wasted on the maps to you. Um, and th th I would also say you could tell this to a stranger, which is this is a fun one. This you is, could say yeah. to a stranger like. Oh, I keep attaching to this Wi-Fi and they go, I know, like you would connect with someone. Yeah. Can I tell you, I don't know if this is the appropriate time, but I, can I tell you one time when I was shamed for, well, I just should like tell you the story. As well, hold on. Okay. Let's say, can you relate? Hit the oh, music. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No problem. Okay. Can you relate, Ashley? I can relate. I think that <laughs> anybody can relate. This is like, a, this is like relatable comedy. You know what I mean? Sure. Like this is, I don't, I don't see, you know, I guess... I don't know who you wouldn't tell but, it to. Well, who's, what's your story? You were going to. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, yeah, I, I asked, I asked if I could tell you this, like, a. we'll think of how to title this, but a couple times I've been shamed for like being, you know, too privileged for like the most ridiculous stuff. So one time I, that's why I we're was, here. That's why the lounge opened. Thank you. I think I was watching like a show on Hulu. Like I think it was a teacher and I was really mm. into it, but the, sh the episodes were really short and they were only giving us like three at a time. And I said mm. like, or they were doing, never mind. I lied. They were doing one every week, like old school style, like old one school. Show. Yeah. And I was like, I popped off on Instagram stories. I was like, you have the season, like just give us the just season, you know, like give it. You, you have it. I know there's 10 episodes like, and I said, no one watches TV like this. Like we want yeah. to binge it. No <laughs> one watches 25 minutes of TV a week. Right. And I got so many comments of like, go off sis, you know, like Hulu. Yeah. Sure. yeah. They always do this to us. Netflix would never Hulu does this. They like, you know, they're it's cause they have the, whatever. It's not important. They're a different setup than Netflix, it's a, but it does feel like a power thing. It feels like they're just dangling. It. Well, they, they work with the networks. Like I think that show was FX technically, you know, so okay. it is a little different. Like their programming, like Hulu is different than Netflix. But anyway, some girl did slid into my DMS. Plenty of people watch, watch tv like this not everyone can afford a streaming service you're showing your privilege i was like hulu Oi. is hulu a, I there's, a there's a free version b i think <laughs> i think ad free is five dollars like i'm not it this just was so crazy to me this person would be led out of the luxury lounge immediately i'd be yeah. like the door okay miss it's time to go you've 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 outstayed your welcome here and it is a problem it is an issue like the, And then they're what they're trying to do is to show their victim. They can't handle you showing a personal part of your life where you're like, this is something this is a concern of mine. So they're like, wait a minute. They have to know that I have it worse, which is their privilege. So I can flip this around on them anytime. J -train. I just thought that okay. was so funny. Like, no, it's like, you know, you're typing this from your $2,000 iPhone, but you know, not everyone can afford streaming. Sure. Listen, but like, let me, you know, whatever. Th this is the problem with going down like the purity alley. You know, the, the, let's go down the alley of purity. And then it's like, everyone's got, you know, some, some cobwebs. Everyone's got something that we can flip around. I could jujitsu anyone. And the, yeah. any, you know, if you want to go down the road of this is showing the, and, and then there's a point where I go, yeah, you're right. I have no problems. Like, is that what you want to hear? Like is that? <laughs> I have every <laughs> streaming service that exists. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm paying for. I have I don't them even, all. I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> They're charging They're, me for the, stars. I have never watched stars. They're charging I, me every listen, month. Listen, I'm I don't still know. paying for Napster just because I can. That's right. <laughs> just because. You know? I can. <laughs>
J Train Podcast at Gmail. Doesn't this feel good? See J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. We're here every Thursday here with Ashley Hasseltine. Hasseltine at Ash Hess on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Here we go. Post vacation blues slash work anxiety. J Train, longtime listener, subscriber. While it took me a bit to get into the luxury lounge segments, as much as I love the email podcast, I'm now just as obsessed. So, see, this is the thing. The, the audience, I, I got some feedback in the beginning. What are you doing? I love the dating. I'm like, you're going to love it all. Okay? You're going to love it all. <laughs> yeah. So fun to listen to the complaints and hear yours, classic shelves, and your guests' esteemed, esteemed thoughts. On to my issue. Getting paid time off at your job is a luxury, and I don't take it for granted. Not sure what I would do without the ability to take a break from work and recharge while slamming drinks on a beach. But it just seems like no matter how much time I take off and how much prep I do before, I have so much work waiting for me when I get back that it makes taking the time off not as enjoyable and more anxiety-inducing. The whole time I'm on the trip, it's always in the back of my mind that I'm going to come back to an avalanche of emails, slacks, updates to read, and my anxiety makes me constantly worried that I'm going to be considered a slacker for taking time off and for all the work I'm going to have waiting for me. My office even has unlimited paid time off policy, which sounds amazing, but it actually can be worse because you feel guilty for taking time off instead of knowing that you have so so many days to take as long as you have them saved. We need to figure out how to give people vacation and not make them feel like they're going to be playing catch up for weeks on end or getting side eyed when we come back to a meeting with a tan. Again, understand this is a luxury issue. So hopefully, no, you you came to the right place. Uh, Keep up the great work and thank you for everything you do. So let's start at billionaire, millionaire, thousandaire. What is this problem? I feel like there's no way to tell. Like, I mean, I, I need to see his vacation picks, you know, like sure. this could very easily be thousand air. This could be someone that, yeah. makes, you know, 70, 80 K a year. Or they, we just, I don't, it's hard to tell. This seems pretty relatable though. On a lot of levels, like the thing that I think the average person would, would get upset about and triggered is like the unlimited paid time off just cause they're tr- just jealous. So you know what I mean? But I would his, say that I think that's feels, what makes But that was what makes it a millionaire problem. Sorry to interrupt, but this is the that's what makes it a millionaire problem. The unlimited paid time off is very techie, very Mm, new age, officey. You could never tell that to someone with limited paid time off. I don't understand how like offices i haven't worked in like a real job for yeah, 11 years so i don't understand but um, this is yeah. this is well let's get the next man who could you tell who could you tell you could tell someone in your office right mm-hmm. or someone you, in a similar field similar type of job similar field but i think only with i think you're limited to only those people with unlimited paid time off and this is where i can relate hit the music i can relate to this because I think you and I, we don't have time. Mm-hmm. We don't have a structure to our day. What's interesting about this email is the reason we do what we do with a schedule that is infinite. We, we don't have, we don't punch the clock at five. We have appointments. We are appointment-based workers. You and I got together at two o'clock on a Tuesday to tape this podcast. That was our work time. After this, I'm going to go float around for a while. Like, I, I got nothing to do. But I have other things on my calendar that need to get done by certain days. We are used to this life. This person did not sign up for the entrepreneurial lifestyle, and they're being forced into that with this unlimited some people don't a lot of people don't want freedom of unlimited choices mm-hmm. because that because in this job she is now saying to us no I, I'm, I'm actually more anxious for the time off i should be taking it all the time yeah do, is, did i take too much did i take too little you have a boss that's side-eyeing you because you have a tan you gave me all the days off i'm getting my work done why do mm-hmm. i have a problem here right yeah. And I mean, this is it's like indicative of a bigger problem that like that work like Americans just it's work. They work so hard. It's like grind it mm. out, you know, like over in Europe, they take off like the summer, you know, like you don't people, yeah. you work so much harder. And like people have this like rise and grind mentality where they think they, sh- they should always be working and other people guilt them in that same way. Like that's yes. You know, so the, people people contribute to that, too. And the the biggest issue, I think, with their problem and something I can relate to totally is when you take a day off, if you take Friday off, you go till Sunday. You should really take so and to take a let's say you go to the beach on a Friday. You're like, I'm taking Friday off, I'm going to the beach. I'll come back Sunday. 
Now you're thrown back in Monday. You need buffer days. Like we, if you're going to take, and I would say to this person, take off whatever vacation you're going to take off, take off one more day and have that be your email buffer day. Mm -hmm. Now you get to, you know, you get your chance to do emails on your own time without meetings being in the way in this big rush to do everything at once. If you get unlimited paid time off now, Hey, I'm taking a four day weekend and they they can't say anything to that because they've established the rules and you come back on Sunday. Now, Monday's your email day. Get it, clean out the inbox. Now mm-hmm. you come back on Tuesday to a regular day. Right. Yeah, this is an interesting. I, I wonder if jobs, you know, that that have unlimited paid time off, like your superiors and your coworkers almost treat you like you said, like you're an entrepreneur where there are there is no time off since there's so much time off. You know, like when you're yeah. at a real when you're at a job where you're like you have two weeks vacation and you take that vacation, I feel like everybody really respects it. They leave you alone, you put your out totally. office on, like they're like this is their special vacation time. So maybe it you, feels a little more yeah. You can't be half pregnant. They are living in a half pregnant life. This is no fun for anybody. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. It's 2021. No one has time for uncomfortable shoes anymore. Rothy's surveyed thousands of their customers, and the number one word to describe their shoes is comfy. Rothy's has a unique, totally seamless design that is comfortable from the moment you slip them on. No break-in period. Kick summer off on the right foot. Get comfortable. Uh, best-selling shoes from Rothy's. I've told you about their flats, loafers, and sneakers for a while. Now they have men's shoes, and let me tell you, I have them. They are fantastic. They are comfortable. What they talk about, the no breaking period that is for real i put them on the minute they got them out of the box and i love them i have them in this like off white and bone looking um undersole it just looks clean and it's comfortable and you, you i really love them i i wear them all the time i'm wearing them on stage and i i have to i i can now i can finally say i am a rothy's fan myself my mom has loved them forever and she's always saying how much she likes them and then i'm like great i want in the game now they got the men's shoes it's time to treat your dad your brother your boyfriend they're gonna love them too because they look good with a pair of khakis i have these white just summery shoes they're great rothy's men's shoes have been designed with an artisanal level of detail plus they're durable washable and better for the planet created with nearly zero waste uh, Rothy's did rigorous R&D testing that resulted in a perfect fit wash after wash. Rothy's is in the news. Who, what, where says celebs are far from immune from the draw of Rothy's wildly popular shoes. And who better to tell you uh, than their actual customers? Roth- Rothy's best-selling shoe, The Point in Black, has over 5,000-year perfect reviews. Okay, I have the shoes. I wear them all the time. I love them. I love them with a pair of khakis. They just look good. They're clean. They're perfect for the summer. Great gift. Great for yourself. To help welcome some in style, Rothy's is doing something special. This is a super rare opportunity that's only available to my listeners for a limited, limited time. Through August 1st, 2021, get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash JTrain. You don't want to miss this. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain to find your new favorites today. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. When you're trying to lose weight, everything is about what you can't eat. You obsess about the pasta you shouldn't have that's so stressful. You're hating yourself out of the gate. Getting healthy is a positive thing. It should be about learning to feed and nourish your body, not to private and not to deprive it. Enter Noom. Noom uses a psychological approach to help change your mindset around food. It start if you start by building good habits, you'll be a, on a sustainable path to a better health. I gotta say, I love what Noom is doing because it's about changing your perspective. It's all about creating a better relationship with food and that starts with just being honest with yourself about why you eat. I love Noom. It's that little reminder to, you know, of, of to stay healthy, to stay on track. It has a calorie tracker that is the best I've ever used. I love it. And also has these fun facts that they like hit you with on a daily basis. And there's what I love is their perspective. There's no such thing as a bad food in Noom's world. There's no way to mess this up. And if you eat the pasta, that's okay. It's all about balance and making small choices every day that add up. With Noom, it's as easy as checking your phone every day, and you already do that anyways. That's the that's the thing about Noom. You're already looking at your phone. You might as well learn something and make a better decision for your health. Start building better habits for healthier long term results. Sign up for your trial today at Noom N O O M dot com slash jtrain that's noom n-o-o-m dot com slash jtrain noom dot com slash jtrain 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Ashley Hesseltine, at Ash S on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Girls Gotta Eat. Go, go, go. Fantastic podcast. Reduced hours due to COVID. Love the podcast. Recommend it to friends. I have a luxury complaint that I just experienced today. My driver's license is due to expire next month. I applied to renew online, but I got my photo card in the mail, which in my city, you take to the DMV, get your picture taken, and have your license printed on site. You can't choose to use an old photo and get it in the mail. This must be done in person. I work downtown in a major city, so on my lunch break, I went to the DMV that is about four blocks away. Prior to the pandemic, they were open every day, eight to five, and on Monday, which was the day I attempted attempted this. They are open specifically for licensed photos and no other services. Love that, which is perfect as it reduces the wait time. I walk there in 100-degree heat only to find out that due to COVID, they are only open Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. <sighs> Seriously? I'm sorry, but I never just never understood reduced hours as a way to combat COVID. I understand if a retail business or re- restaurant has to reduce their hours in order to offset lost business, but this is a government agency that provides <laughs> what I would consider yeah. an essential service. From my perspective, being open less days just forces more people to be there at the same time since no matter matter what i have to get my license renewed i agree with this can't i can't just skip it dmvs and other agencies like that should have been among the first to reopen for normal business hours i should be able to black to to be blacked out in a bar and not be but not be able to get my driver's license renewed i understand that i can just go back tomorrow but that is beside the point wow this so millionaire thousandaire billionaire what would we categorize this um i mean I guess you have to, you know, I feel like you get to a point millionaire and you have people hand all this for you. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, 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 I don't know, Ray and I have business managers that were like, can you just work on our whatever passport? You know, you kind of pass <laughs> that shit off. So, yeah. you know, so it feels maybe thousandaire. Um, it's totally thousandaire. But also, the, everyone has to go to the email. DMV. Everybody everybody needs a license. Yeah, I love everything she said. Also, don't people need jobs like government jobs? Like open up. Listen, let's do it. We, you know, trust the science. Get the vaccine. We got it. We're here. Let's trust it. Let's take this thing out for a spin. What are we waiting on? She, like the heat alone, like yesterday I went to pick up my birth control and they didn't have it. And she was like, let me call for you. She did a nice thing. She was like, let Mm -hmm. me call the Dwayne Reed down the street. And then she was like, they have it for you. And I was like, Okay. And she was like, it's only one block away. I'm like, it's so hot. (laughs) The heat is so, I was like, I actually don't want to go one more block. And you're like, you know, which pill I'm on. I'm on the placebo. I can't make this walk right now. You know where I'm at girl. (laughs) Yeah. You know where I am in my cycle. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is a problem you could tell anybody because everyone hates the one thing we all know is the DMV stinks. That's the one thing we all know. Like yes, everyone, universal. The, the, the universal truth of all Americans is that we can all hate on government, you know, on government agencies that we have to visit throughout our lives. And I remember when the um, when the pandemic first started. I remember the the funny thing is we all hate going to the DMV. We all hate going to the post office. But I do remember at the beginning of the pandemic. I went to the post office and you're, ha- you know, we're all going through that like existential dread of like, where's life going and where am I, uh, what's going to happen? And, uh, and, and we're all a little bit anxious and you don't know what's coming next and they're opening and they're closing. And I went to the post office on one of those days and there was a woman working there that literally lifted my spirits in such a way. So I think that because we assume that those offices are going to stink, the people that work there are like unbelievable because if you just show just a little bit of compassion and a little bit of like patience with them and you just say, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like I, I remember being like, I don't know what I can do, what I can't do. There's a mask that I'm wearing on my face. And she was like, come here, do this, do this do that and it was like wow you are so much more prepared for a pandemic than i am because every day of their lives is a pandemic every day of their lives at the dmv and at the and at the post office someone's running in manic being like i got my picture is this the right day what should i do so like i yeah. i do enjoy i i do think they're the the they are unsung the most essential, heroes. <laughs> unsung heroes but also the most essential of workers that they if anyone has the ability to go back to full hours it's those people like working right. at those places so i'm right. with this person they gotta open up i i um Jay- it's so funny because we hate the dmv but then my parents got their first vaccine shot like at the dmv in delaware there was like a drive-through so i was like this feels weird because now we're like 
you know, God bless the DMV. Like it was just yeah, a right. weird thing to <laughs> be like. Salute them. <laughs> you know, like, Thank you. Do I do this? J train your- podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here in the luxury lounge. Title it luxury lounge. Okay. I luxury lounge motherfucking memes. Ooh, I feel like this is a great one for you, Ash. Okay. I want a billionaire one. Do we, or do you have any? They're I got probably some billionaire. We had they're few and far between. I mean, right. we had a private jet one a couple weeks ago. Uh, I saw, was it Josh Wolf was when you had yeah him Josh on. Wolf yeah. was on and it's on my Instagram. That is I just, saw it. that Ugh. is what I'm looking for. That's like that was like opening up like a good pistachio that was like delicious. I, like I I, I yeah. just enjoyed it so much. I mean, when I I fly Delta One if I'm going to far sure. far distance and I when I like I was hating those little snack boxes. I was like, can we get the meals back in here? I mean, like, the snack box, the amount of packaging in the snack box, it's in the box. Put it in there as itself. I don't need to look like pig pen with thousands of wrappers on top of me. Like I'm dressed in them. Okay. So like, can we mix the, This is the same snack box I had six months ago. Like, wait, yeah, can mix we get it up. a new yeah. snack box? Like I've had yeah. this snack box. I know Delta people listen to this podcast, and if they're listening right now, we should be heard. Okay. I am loving the Luxury Lounge. I'm so excited to be able to write into the podcast. I have a very serious Luxury Lounge problem, an LLP, that I have to get (laughs) off my chest. I love it. Here's the issue. People DM me memes all the time. Friends, family members, peripheral acquaintances. Listen, this is this, she is speaking to our souls because Jared, I'm like especially, bouncing up and down. I can't wait. You just okay, I'm gonna let you finish, but <laughs> especially when you get even the smallest following, people go, You'd like this. I get annoyed at the you'd like this people. No. Oh, I think you'd enjoy. No, I enjoy nothing. Is it mine? Yeah. Did I yeah. make it? Then yeah. I don't enjoy it. Right. And you and you know you sound like such a piece of shit. And yeah. it's like you don't know I okay, so Friends, family members, peripheral acquaintances, everyone, all the time. A lot of times, they are the same ones over and over. Oh, really? You don't think the board lord gets sent the same charcuterie (laughs) every five minutes? Other times, they are long-ass videos that I then feel obligated to take time out of my day to watch. And then other times, I simply don't find the meme that funny. See, the video one is tough because if you don't watch it and you see it right away, you can't just write LOL to get them off your back. You have to come back to it two minutes to write later. LOL two minutes later. Like you have to like time out. Oh, I've watched it already. Should even though you don't want to watch it. Like give it a heart. Like I'll play. I'll put this in the queue. Whichever way the meme is sent, I am now in the forced position to give a reaction. I have to make sure they knew I thought it was funny or signal somehow that I'm thankful that the meme sender has thought of me. It is always well-intentioned, of course. It means that someone else is thinking of me and that I have quality relationships with people and they want to send me something that connects us. But honestly, what is the etiquette here? If I have seen the meme before, I have to pretend I haven't because saying I've already seen this somehow makes me sound like an asshole. Totally agree. That is, and yes. if you don't, if you just heart it and you go positive with it, they think, oh, I'm now I'm in the meme I'm sending it. group. Yeah. I, I'm killing it. I'll keep sending, send away, full send. No, that's not what it means. Okay, I typically just send the crying, laughing emoji. Yeah, I'm with you, girl. But the but the meme sending game has honestly ruined meme culture for me. Whenever I see a DM from someone come through, I cringe because I know what it will be. What does a girl have to do to just discover memes on her own time and her hours of mindless, peace, uh, peaceful scrolling, uh, uh, mindless, peaceful scrolling and give them a chuckle when she feels like it? I can't imagine what this is like on your level being a public figure with so many people that feel connected to you. Thank you for creating this special corner of the podcast world where we can air our luxury grievances. Ashley Hasseltine. Ooh. I mean, I, this, you got to feel this in your bones, right? And Yeah. And so I have a few things that. I'm like, I guess, kind of known for that. I talk about that there's memes around and it's like mm. cancer season is one uh, okay. cro- croissants, croissants, whatever. Okay. Any meme about a I say croissant. That's a whole thing. Any okay. meme, Jared, I'm not kidding you. The second it kind of goes viral. It's in my inbox hundreds of times, like I know. hundreds. And I at this point, I 
I can't answer all my DMs. So I, yeah. you know, and also sometimes I'm like, I don't have the mental capacity. And then sometimes there's mean ones in there. And I just, I don't, I kind of gave up on that a while back. I couldn't actually physically keep up. So I don't answer those. If it says so-and-so sent a post, I kind of just let it go. Especially if I know that like this very specific cancer season or croissant meme or something that people relate to me went viral. I'm like, I know that all of these are that same thing. So I used to, I addressed it maybe a year or so ago. And I feel like some people just thought I sounded like a bitch. And so now I just kind of ignore it, but I, I just, it clogs my DMS because I actually would like to read some DMS and like respond to people here and there, you know, and, and then it's just like an onslaught. And so I still really do though, appreciate the listeners and the fans and that they think of me, I am really appreciative. I'm so grateful to be able to do what I do. And I love that. Like people, I really genuinely do love that people would see something and think of me. I just want to be tagged because it's, it's, I don't, it's, it's, it's annoying. I'm not going to apologize to these animals. (laughs) <laughs> they send they never stop and it's distracting that's but, the other problem but do you, you ever get like do you ever get something like it's so few and far between but some stranger does send you something and you haven't seen it and it's fire and i'm like yeah if, and but does that does that good feeling outweigh the bad no no and it doesn't i'll get if i if that meme is that funny I will find it at some, it will come to me. I am on the internet enough that it will find its Wait, way to me. And I'm we're on the internet too. That's what I follow betches too. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I, I'll we, see it. And listen, I do get sent like uh, the, the charcuterie boards I get sent all the time. And it's like, have you, and most of them I've done already. I've yelled at these ones. So mm-hmm. it is, it's tough because I think we need to discover a new reaction language. Like, like seen does feel aggressive, but I shouldn't have, I'm a big harder heart should just be heart yeah. means thumbs up. I've mm-hmm. seen you. I acknowledged you. Yes. Crying face emoji is I found, I smirked. I, I, I gave a smirk. If it's like LOL written out, loved it into it. That's it. But what happens is the problem is I am in the game. Like, just like you said, you, you're like, I'm done, uh, you know, answering people. I'm answering people still. And oh, I'm I, d- I do stuff. some. I just, I can only man- ha- no, man- I, handle so much. I just want to be get clear. That. I'm not like, but, don't, you know. The But the problem is we have had the, the you know, uh, sometimes I'll heart it and someone go, just a heart. And it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know I get, you. I don't know you. Stop it. Here's the thing. We need to cut down are meme-sendable people. Everyone gets one person to send memes to. That's it. You have one person you are allowed to send memes to. That's it. Cut it down. We, you know, Not everyone, not the person. And maybe one person from each part of your life. One person from your family, one from work, one from your friends. Done. It's over. We need to stop opening up this and i know it's a way to connect with people but then the problem is it's like now you're sending memes with like some guy or girl you met on a dating app and you're like we're getting to know each other too soon we haven't Mm. even gotten a chance to like laugh with each other and someone could be a funny meme sender and not funny in person someone and it's like yeah i I, I, it is a huge issue it's a thousand area issue that we're all dealing with because it's an influence it could be influencer issue this is like another bucket you know well i think but this is a regular you know, Jim and okay. Joe emailing yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're having the issue too. So obviously it's trickled down to the point where it's like, we're all just sending the shit that we've already seen that we don't have the time for. It's like, let it, yeah, it, let us, fi- I like what she said. Let me find it on my own. Let me discover things. Let me be, I'm on the same internet as you. I, you know, and I got to say though, again, I, I go back to like, I love that you thought of me, tag me. Like I love when I like yeah. go and I see Ash has tagged a million times. Cause it's something that like came up on it's the a- podcast. I, I love it. Like, I think it was, I think this, one of the most ever of all time was, I know these and I can, they're, in, they're like burned into my mind forever. But one mm. was a Betches, they released a shirt that said Cuomo sexual. And it was in my inbox for a week, every day. Yeah hundreds and i was like guys i see it i like you I know. know and it's just i but again well, then what happens is you then start judging the people who came late like i <laughs> i i got sent i get sent the charcuteries are just adult lunchables uh. so many times and it's like first of all 
That joke has been redone and done and redone so many times that I hate anyone who makes that joke. Right. Like, you're if judging. someone like if I put up a, a, a charcuterie board or board lord review and they go, it's just lunchables. I want to block that person and I want to do it publicly. Like I want to bring <laughs> them into the center square and be like, this person is not funny. <laughs> they make no jokes. They shall be acknowledged. No personality. Like I want to end them in front of a yeah. town square. That's how <laughs> mad charcuterie is just adult lunchables. And then I saw I saw it starting with the espresso martinis. People were like, "That's just a Red Bull, adult Red Bull vodka." And it's like, uh, bring them to the square. This yeah. person is not funny. Like I want to do that so fucking badly and it's like the problem is it produces anger in a place that should be joy yeah the memes should bring joy and it's like oh people only want to enjoy joy with family friends close acquaintances Mm. we do want community still the the idea like I kind of always this like false we know each other actually hurts us as a as a society Mm-hmm. Like I like sometimes all people go like like they'll do it with Jews. They'll go, I, I, I'm not Jewish, but I live with Jews. And I'm like, no, no, no. That means you're still not fucking Jewish. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, I went to I went to high school with a bunch of Jews. OK, cool. Not goodbye. Like, I, I don't like this false. I get you. And it's like, no. Let me let me get gotten yeah. by people, you know, that I've, I've I, I have to share blood with. I mean, but it's like, again, like I, I, I used to kind of speak out on this and then I was just like, you know what? I, it's, a, I, it's a tough road I'm to just, explain. I'm ignoring I get it. it. Like I see so-and-so sent a post a million times in my DMs. I'm ignoring them because, but you and I, I mean, I still it at sounds the end of the bad. day am flattered. It, you know, we have a lot of synergy, you know, with hmm. with charcuterie for one, like you are the board lord, but people associated with us too because they pregame totally. the shows and stuff. And then also the espresso martini stuff. Like, you know, sometimes I feel like we have something to do with influencing this, this stuff when it, it goes viral, you know, and I think what all of us kind of collectively play a part, like we are influencing these, this crazy stuff. So people, they hear it's, us talk about it first and then it blows up and then they get so excited. And so I just am like, tag me, tag me, tag me, because I actually is, do want to be able to get into my DMS and talk to some people here and there and it's clogged now. So I still am appreciative, but like, yes, DMing memes, like I've seen it. This is why it's the perfect luxury lounge complaint because it is a ple- it is the greatest pleasure. Like sometimes people come up to me, Jared, I love your stuff. I hope this doesn't annoy you. No, in person? Are you kidding me? This mm-hmm. is the greatest pleasure is that something you put out into the world connects with people. Yes. But again, like most things, it, there is a there's there's too much. I get it. Sometimes I get annoyed when someone's like, hey, rate my charcuterie board on Bachelor Monday because I'm like, I'm on this phone all fucking night yelling at the Bachelor. And I'm like, and and then I'm like, I'm, I'm the douche in that scenario because I'm like, you don't know that I do this? It's like, no, they probably fucking don't. They like the charcuterie and they fucking stop by for a second. Like they're not here for the right, Bachelor, you know? Right. So I get that. Did you ever I, see, I hate to be like, did you see this meme? Because I'm sure you did. But <laughs> I think it was like, um, it said, how many of y'all do this? And it was that someone sent a private meme and you just wrote, ha 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 ha. Like you did. Yes. Yeah. Like I do it all the time. <laughs> and also like going back to the like, um, going back to the I've seen it it sounds rude but like you know you have that one person that you just are like my brother like he will be the first to be like seen it like he doesn't give a fuck about my feelings like you know like he'll because we send each other memes like three four times a day and videos and we have the same we know what we like and we kind of find deep cuts for each other and stuff but it's just so funny he is he does he's a dude he's like seen it you know I think we need that's a good place to end this conversation on we need to normalize seen it normalize seen it (laughs) Seen it yeah. ain't mean. Seen it is a seen it is me letting you know put it away. That's a friend. That's actually a friend. That's a friend telling you like, away. yeah, time, time to stop. Time, it's over. We seen it. Time. Don't or embarrass like, yourself. Don't three, embarrass yourself I saw, elsewhere. I saw this three years ago. Just really cut him yeah. deep. Yeah, yeah. My mom sent it to me seven years ago <laughs> on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> saw this on Facebook. <laughs> I would love that. Such a yeah, dig. Saw this on Facebook. <laughs> but, you know, good luck with your 
too late to the party memes. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Ash, Ashley Hesseltine. This has been fantastic. We're going we're gonna to do one more. You asked for a billionaire complaint and I think I might've found one. Okay. At least this millionaire. Might, I mean, no, 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 no. We're, we're heading into billionaire. Oh I'm so excited. Just the title. I haven't read it, but I have the <laughs> title in front of me. And so everyone go follow Ashley at Ash, Ash Hess on Instagram. Uh, the podcast girls got to eat. If you don't know it, go try it. Go check it out right now. You'll love it. Um, but we're going to do one more. Um, I hope people enjoyed the music. Please, feedback is a great thing to give back to this podcast. It is new. We are shuffling the de- you know the, the deck chairs every day to see how, how well it can work. Um, this one, I am so excited to re- see your face when I read the title. Luxury Lounge Complaint. My engagement ring is too big. That's the subject line. That's incredible. That is the subject line. I oh, love this go woman. Go off, so queen. <laughs> she writes, talk about a first world problem. See, you don't have to explain yourself. You're in the lounge. I know, but we okay. all feel the need to. It's just, we're, I'm I know, getting, we'll get I'm used, getting to used to it. this. It's it's we're getting used to it. It's new. I get it. Most girls, myself included, dream of having a giant bougie rock on their hand. Well, I got engaged about two months ago and I love my ring. But I feel guilty wearing it. I work with low-income families, and I can't help but feel bad wearing this thing when around them. I even take it off when I get my nails done because I don't want people judging me. I can't help but feel that friends, family, and strangers alike are thinking I'm that rich, spoiled, or high-maintenance. My fiancé worked really hard to save up for it and exceeding my, exceeded my expectations in a ring. I truly love it, and I want to show it off, but I also don't want to feel like a show-off. What a first world pickle. Thanks for having this space to voice such a luxury complaint. LOL. Ashley, what do we think? I, I feel for her. This is horrible. Would you call this? Now, I, I said it was a billionaire problem before we started, but what would you we call don't, it? We don't. I mean, it's billion, millionaire, millionaire plus. But I she think it's might, a millionaire problem. But yeah. also, she might not be a millionaire. Like, it sounds like that she didn't buy the ring. Okay. The, I want to know what she does. I mean, the when it comes to money and flaunting wealth which is a giant diamond on your hand like let's be serious like it's a it's a handbag it's whatever like i I mean i think maybe you do read the room a little bit like i don't know what she does for work but if she's actually kind of working with low-income families and the the print the like theme of her work is low-income people it i wouldn't feel comfortable having a giant diamond on my hand i mean that's not to me that's not a situation of like sorry you know it's just kind of like do they need to you know well then you people judge you on whether you can relate to them based on this ring so if you're working with so you, if you're working with interpersonal things, whatever, low income, high income, whether it's just anything interpersonal, can you relate? It's the to me, it's the equivalent of going on stage to do stand up and wearing a Rolex like people see that I do people that. would but people would say, <laughs> OK, I there are certain jokes that don't work based on that Rolex. They see the whole picture in the same way where I'm saying she might work in an industry where it's like I have to counsel people. If Mm. you're the counselor and someone looks to you and goes, look at that fat ring. How could you relate? You must be happy. Like that actually hurts your job. And I would understand not wearing it because you're like, how can I be a professional with this on my finger? But I would also say from the other end, the person judging for it is really not doing it fairly because – the ring is given to you, it's a, just yeah, like it's a you gift. said. It's a gift. So, just because it was given to you doesn't mean that life is automatically easy, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm curious. You know, it's always like whatever. We we have the information that we have, but I'd be curious sure. to know like more if if the work is surrounding the fact that these families don't have money, and then it just feels a little like yeah, like, you know, yeah. or is it just kind of like <laughs> so? What's going on at home? Right? Hey. So- Oops, just um, fixing my hair. It's, you know, I uh, don't, I don't know if I'll ever, you know, get engaged, get married. I don't want a big diamond. I want like, I don't want really, it's just, it's not for me. Um, so food, I have a question know, for you, Ashley, based on this. Would, is there, is there such, like this person, It their email comes from a good place. It doesn't sound like they're like this yeah. billionaire couple. The fact it that she's like, thinking about it is really nice. Totally. And it sounds like the guy was like, I, it was important to the guy to give a big ring. This was important to him. 
if this was important to your fiance, would you? Is there ever a, a day where you go, listen, this is great, but I don't want to be. I want that ring later in life and not early in life. Can we chop ten grand off of this and be more modest? Is that ever a thought? I have unconventional thoughts surrounding engagements and marriages. So um, I, and every relationship is different. If, mm. if someone handed me a giant diamond, I would, they wouldn't know me at all. And I would be like, I'm not mm. wearing that. <laughs> like, I'm not, this is not. So <laughs> I don't know I where, what, where you got this idea, but, um, and then it just feels very like a guy marking his property. And then, you know, like I want to, especially it, when it's a big one, you go, I, I got to let people know. But then some women want that. So no shade, sure, you know, so very, but that's I, true. you know, it, I, I just can't speak on it. Like if you feel uncomfortable with this gift that your fiance, you're not forced to do anything in life. Like this man gave you a ring. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy to be like, well, I hate it. And I hate what it says about me, but I got to wear it, you know, but that's not her case. Yeah. She likes, well, she likes it. But you know, also you hear it, the engagement ring thing, like the more you take it on and off, the more you're, you could lose it. So it's kind of like, it's it's it is the ring you're supposed to wear all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I understand the, well, her, her problem, is, I guess. Well, I, I do understand the problem. It's definitely a problem. This is there, there is no question. This is a huge issue. <laughs> huge what, I would, issue. <laughs> what I would also say, who could you tell? Hit the music. Who could you tell about this? I am ready to speak on this. So this is a thing that women men anybody knows exactly who they can tell and it's someone that mm. is in the same type of boat like i was uh, i was talking to a girlfriend re recently she's single and she had she was hanging out with some other girlfriends who were married and they just wouldn't shut up about their money and their husband's money and it was mm. just and she's kind of dealing with some stuff on her own where she's struggling a little bit and she was like it felt sure. so well, shut up like i don't talk about it amongst yourselves like they Bring it obviously to the luxury lounge. they right they weren't <laughs> reading the room on it i feel like they were kind of not re respecting her like i think we all know exactly who we can talk to that about like See, she might she might have five friends at the country club that she knows exactly that can feel her pain on this or she might not have anybody you know she can never tell this to a single person it can only be told to she could tell engaged me I <laughs> or married people she she can tell you but i would i wouldn't feel safe i you just don't know <laughs> She can only tell this to married people who are, you know, that ha if you have a ring on the finger, you can tell it to them. And you can only tell it to people with big rings. You can only hang out with the big ring community and let them know, <laughs> hey, do you ever feel like embarrassed? And I'm sure this is an issue that the big ring community is going, you know, I hide it here and I put it here. I've actually bring around with me a retainer case to keep <laughs> it in. Whenever I'm in the car, I put it in the glove compartment in the retainer case. Who goes into a retainer case? That's how I keep it safe. Like, I think that's the group she could tell it to. She can't tell it to her single sister. She can't tell it to her married sister. I don't think you can tell it to family. You can't tell this to a stranger. There is not one stranger that you could ever the, admit the this low, to. The low-income family. She's like, guys, yeah. I'm so sorry. I know this is so <laughs> obnoxious, but like, I just, uh, you know, just, you get my, it. <laughs> I, my, the muscles on my hand are worn down from the heftiness of the ring. I just, uh, what, what, what type of social work do you need me to do? You know, so, yeah. Now, yeah. let's go to the final category. Can you relate? Hit the music. Can you relate? Is there something in your life that you feel you can't wear all the time or in you only can wear certain things in good company, so to speak? So I think, you know, you mentioned the Rolex during comedy. Um, sure. I, I have a Rolex. Uh, it's, you know, it's kind of a family thing, but I did whatever. It's not important. It's it's, it's not like a $20,000 watch by any stretch. I have a Rolex. I'm proud of it. I also just I'm not trying to hide that I don't make money. So I think a lot of sure. people in, in comedy want to be like, I'm poor and I'm just, you know, like I know people that like, hide that hide their money. Like I know people that have like that are rich that just that are, it's like a secret. You know, this so, happens all the time. I, and It's hilarious. They sound like the 40 year old virgin when he's talking about it's always funny when a comedian has money and they talk about being poor like they're the 40 year old virgin <laughs> talking about all the sex he's had and she's like they're like oh my god can you believe and i took an uber x isn't that crazy yeah. like <laughs> yeah but, right but okay. i wouldn't like 
I think I read the room on stuff. You know, if I was sure. going to go do charity work, I wouldn't grab the YSL bag. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think leave it at home. like those things, I, I just, I'm, I'm think about this a lot. I think about money a lot and I don't, you know, the way I come off and I want to read the room on stuff. So See, I have some I, stuff that I wouldn't bring to a certain thing, you know? Absolutely. I, I mean, I talk about my weight on stage a lot and I had to like start writing jokes because I've started losing some weight. So you have to write jokes about like, <laughs> hey, um, I know you might not think of me as a fat person. Right. I also know that some of you might not think of me as a skinny person. So, But I also do believe that's a relatable place to be with your body where you go, not, you know, you don't have to be overweight to be insecure about your body like that's 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 insane mm -hmm. so you have to remind people of that by having a joke that's like hey you may think this but this is how i feel and that's why i'm making jokes about it so i totally understand of like what how does this look and sound to people yeah i i i i'm not trying to act like i don't think about it you know what i mean i think we all think about it and i think you know it's like telling a joke and being like i i, I just i've never kind of played this like Whatever. Yeah. I wear my Rolex to do comedy. Is my that's, <laughs> that's right. Ashley Hesseltine. Thank you for coming on. Rolex comedian queen. Um, host of the Girls Gotta Eat. Co-host of the Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Uh, at Ashes on Instagram. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming to the lounge. This was so fantastic. I knew you would nail it. I knew I you would be unapologetic so. I and perfect. Oh, thank you. I just, I, we love you so much. You know, people are, my DMS are clogged with how much we love Jared Freed from our oh. listeners. We had you on recently. And so if you guys are listening and you haven't listened to that episode, it's an iconic episode. It crushed. People are obsessed with it. There's a video clip on our Instagram. So yeah. I would encourage anyone who just got to this point in this podcast to go listen to the, what is it called? It's the bonus episode that yes. we did two From weeks ago. Thursday, June 24th, What Guys Think About During Sex, part two with Jared. We had such a fantastic <laughs> time. And the first part of the episode is Ashley is, is trying to hit on a guy through the internet and I hype her up for it. So I think oh. everyone here should go right now and go listen to that podcast. Uh, I'm sure you guys have nothing else to do since you guys are in the lounge with us. Mm -hmm. So you got a luxurious life. But Ashley, this is fantastic. Thank you everyone for having follow me. Ashley. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. Keep sending your emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title the Luxury Lounge to be on this show and just title it anything else to be on the other show. Back next week. Boom.